and welcome to another venue podcast. This is podcast 18, two away from 20, four away from 22, and it just keeps counting up. We're pretty excited. We crossed another milestone, went from 17 to 18. I'm pretty pleased with that. It is March 11th, 2015. I've got the savvy gentleman from venue with me. William Sellers, Josh, and Philip, and I'm Matt. Guys, we've got a lot of news to cover today uh, because there's a lot of news in the news lately with all kind of new products and uh, a lot of cool stuff happening and also some unusual things happening too, I would say. We've having some active news weeks. We have. Yep. And it's, it's the kind of good news, right? right? Not bombs and, well, I'm sure there's bombs blowing up somewhere, unfortunately. Moment We're of silence. We're talking about tech news here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. We're way, not... to, way to bring the room down, Jeez, Matt. Matt. All right. Oh, Somebody tell a joke real quick. Um, okay, so I saw an article today that I thought was kind of fun. The world's most overhyped product designs. This is on Fast Code Design, which is a great blog. I totally recommend it. Um, making the list, of course, you guessed it, the Apple iPhone and others. The, um, <laughs> the original iPhone is on here. Is that really kind Where's of Where's my machete? <laughs> so, look, I've, I've got to disagree with this article. I, I disagree with yeah. some. Okay, so number one, yeah. so number one, we're looking at a website again, so let's just help our listeners understand oh, what right. we're seeing. Sorry. And we will include this link in the listeners' notes for your convenience, your later clicking convenience. Beats by Dre. Agree. Agree. Definitely agree. Yeah. I've Over had, I've had Beats and I brought them back because they, mm-hmm. they weren't that good. Yeah, yeah. A buddy of mine had the earbuds and they were terrible. And I know one of our other guys has the headphones. So all about design, all about marketing, and not really that functional. Hey, now you have, William, what's next on the list, the Chemex coffee maker, right? Yeah, so Chemex is great. I don't use it because I've, I've <laughs> I use the an espresso at home and I have a Keurig and I have some other things. But Chemex is good. I wouldn't say it's overhyped. I would say it's a good product. I would say it's not an overhyped product. It's been fact, around since 1941. I would say it's an under-hyped product. I don't think enough people use them and play with them. Um, I've never used it, but just looking at the design, I mean, it looks kind of like a vase. It's yeah. like a beaker. It looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So you put your coffee is... in the top, yeah. and you pour hot water over it, and mm-hmm. it comes out the bottom. And it's not like a real expensive so it's not like, oh my God, this is a you know a luxury coffee item. This is a glass beaker uh, that you put a uh, manual. You know, you put a, 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 a what do you call it? A filter in, put coffee in, mm-hmm. pour water over it. There's pretty much nothing pretentious about this product. So I don't know why it's on this well, list. Well, I think this list fast is... company people. You don't know what you're talking about. I think, I think this list is more about what it looks like, not if it's actually a good product or not, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Which, because it, it, what's next on the list is the Eames Lounge Chair. It doesn't look chair. pretentious. It looks fine. Yeah. The Eames Lounge Chair, I got to say, this is one of my – I used to have dreams about this chair. You know, wanting one that bad. Okay. They're like $5,000. Good dreams. What? Yeah. I've yeah, never heard yeah. of this before. So, you know, back in the roaring 50s, uh, mid-century design, they figured out how to bend plywood into furniture. And uh, the Eames brothers, Charles and Ray Eames, designed a bunch of classics. And this is one of the chairs that they designed. It's the one with the ottoman, and you lean back in it. The picture doesn't do it justice. It's actually really small in real life. I'm a tall guy, and my head will hang off the back. But it looks great, and uh, it is very comfortable. But hmm. it is also five to six thousand dollars. So overhyped. You said eighties. Well, well, but the design, 50s. the design. I mean, fifties. Yeah, the de- I don't think the design itself is overhyped. Not for the nineteen fifties. 
I mean, no, it was when this came out. Edge. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. That's why this whole list I don't think makes any sense. Mm. It's yeah, not overhyped I, for the time. Maybe it's overhyped now, but that's well, that's a good point because they are making a comeback. Design within reach sells a crap ton of mm-hmm. these chairs. Mm-hmm. Okay, to pretentious uh, people. So you said fifties, and I look at this, and all I can think is that looks really eighties. Oh yeah, okay. It does look eighties. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why, I'm, like, my brain just like, did he say fifties or eighties? What did he just Dude, say? Because I'm, look, I'm looking at this, time, and I'm like, man, a lot of the stuff we have today were designed in the fifties. Like these chairs we're sitting in. Actually, this style is an Eam style chair that we're sitting in right mm-hmm. now. Hmm. Yeah, I just I don't think it needs needs to be on this list. Um, it kind of hurt my feelings to see it on this list. Yeah, and talking about hurting your feelings, look at the next thing: the <laughs> iPhone. Why is that on this list as being a overrated product design? I think they're just trying to get us to talk about it and so, bring it up on a podcast. Yeah, I, yeah I mean, every single i every single mobile phone on earth, maybe except for BlackBerry, looks like this. Yeah. Yep. So they're attacking Apple. Everyone likes to kick Apple when they're down. <clears throat> no pun intended. Yeah. We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, I disagree with this as well. I mean, this one is. I mean, it's an iPhone. Everyone likes to design the iPhone. This yeah. this entire article seems like a a looking like trolling for views type. But they say they took votes, didn't they? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little science to it. And you got next on the list, of course, another one of William's favorite. This, man, Will, what's up, dude? Yeah, I, I thought you had people, pretty good taste. I still think you had pretty good taste. I just the Keurig coffee maker is on the list, ladies How and gentlemen. How is that overrated? People uh, love overhyped. Their, people love their Keurig. They sell a whole bunch of them. People who have Keurigs love them. They're easy. They work. Mm-hmm. Well, you got that snarky look on your face. I feel like, come on, bring it on. I feel like Will's actually getting angry. We talked about Kurgs Today I'm ready to fight. We talked about Kurgs on our relaunch of the podcast. I mean, nothing nothing to add to that. Next up, something we'll be talking about very soon, is the king of home automation, Nest. Eh. Overhyped? No, I love my Nest. I have one at home. If I had two homes, I'd have two Nests. And from a design perspective, (laughs) hardy hard. From a design perspective, it looks great. It, I agree. It's simple. That's, yeah. I mean, to have all of that functionality in the simplicity, mm-hmm. that's what makes the design great. And to say it's overhyped, I think it's completely off. Yeah. I feel like if people voted on this, they, they voted on whether or not the product was overhyped rather than the design. Yeah. Yeah. Because when the. How, how can you overhype this very simple design? It's it's just a, the a beautiful, father of the it's iPod a beautiful made it. circle. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tony Fidel. Mm-hmm. Next up on the list, something I'm not familiar with at all, is smart jewelry, which I guess is kind of like the pocket watch you brought up last week, Josh. Maybe. The Runcible? The, the, the Runcible? The Runcible. <laughs> yeah, again, the Runcible is a great piece of design. Function, function-wise, it may really suck, but the design is awesome. That would be why you'd buy it. Yeah. Last on the list, and I gotta agree yep. 100%. The venerable ThinkPad laptop by IBM slash Lenovo. Oh my gosh, is this played out or what? It's super ugly. Man, it is time. I actually agree with you and yeah. this article mm-hmm. on this one. Yep. So they ended high on a high note. They ended high. Hey, dude. No, they ended on a high note. But I don't think the ThinkPad was ever lifted up as a hallmark of design. Well, not in your world. I've never, ever <laughs> thought that. I, I've seen entire companies go to the ThinkPad and think it's just the best thing ever. Functional. Kind of I, don't yeah, think, function I don't wise, think they yeah. were bad laptops. And I'm not going to say this, don't take this in the wrong way, but in their day. Um, and Lenovo's, I've always had 
good thoughts about. Ba- back in <laughs> the day, Had experience Will? with them. Ba- yeah, I mean, I've, I've used ThinkPads before, and they were pretty good machines. Yeah. Design-wise, though, it's uh, it's definitely an IBM product. You can tell. It's, yeah, utilitarian based. Mm-hmm. Reeks of yep. IBM. Yeah. yeah, I don't quite understand when. So I'm going back up to smart jewelry. You know, this is the they have a picture of the Misfit uh, Shine. And they have a picture of one of the smart rings, and the only thing it does is it goes a color when you get a notification. That's um, so that dumb. Exists. It does, and I mean That's to terrible. be honest with you, if I was a girl, I'd probably have one. <laughs> I'd, I'm kind of interested in <laughs> NFC rings. I was a girl. Um, I mean, I dig mm, NFC rings, well. but that, that's dumb. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not. Why is it dumb? Who wants that? Look, if I don't have a smartwatch and I want to know when I get a text message or a call, it my ring glows, and I could play like I'm Superwoman or but, some kind of superpower, like like do my ring it for you, hmm, shoot but, you with my ring your powers. Your phone can vibrate. And that's what if it's your not on your? What if your phone is sitting if somewhere? If it's in your purse, if, if it's girl, in my purse, yeah. I can't okay. see it. Oh, this is true. That's a good point. Because I don't yeah. carry my yeah. purse in my mm-hmm. pocket. Right, but then, if you had but your then purse. you've got your smartwatch on your wrist. I, I don't know. This now you're just struggling. Oh man. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> overrated. It's an overrated product, right, I will yes. say. But I do yes. like smart jewelry. I think it's good. I mean, is it, a watch a jewelry product? Yes. I mean, so boohoo. Boohoo. Speaking of boohoo. Giga Ohm is done. Yeah. Giga Ohm was one of the tech blogs uh, created by Ohm Malik, who is from South, who is from, uh, he, I think he's doing VC work now. Um, really nice guy. If you've never watched the Foundation podcast with Kevin Rose, um, he, the, Kevin interviews him on one of his podcasts and talks about his story coming from India to, to the States to Silicon Valley and starting up uh, various startups. Uh, really good interview with Ohm. Ohm's a really nice guy. I've actually met him once in San Francisco when I was there for a conference. Really nice guy. Bumped into a coffee shop. Uh, really nice guy. We'll sit there and just talk to you just like a normal old guy. So yep. it's hard to see him go. Hopefully they'll get funding again and crank back up. Yeah, I, I used to look at Giga Ohm like in Gadget, you know, and Definitely a, yeah. a central source for my tech news. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it goes. Hmm. Best of luck, guys. Uh, all right. Well, Google, let's uh, switch gears completely and uh, actually start today with Google. Google has a couple new announcements. The Chromebook Pixel. Phil. Yep. So today Google announced uh, a new Chromebook Pixel, which they had one, I think it came out last year, was the first one. 2013. 2013. Think, yeah. All right. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's way far, way longer ago than I thought it was. Yep. Time flies. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> so this one is uh, basically just an updated version of that original, and um, it's just a Chromebook. I it also has USB, uh, what are they called? USB Type-C. C. Yeah, Type-C. Yeah. So two, what is that? It's the the new USB standard that's reversible and can do a lot more than the old standard. And this the Chromebook Pixel actually has it on both sides, and it can be used for charging. So it's that's pretty interesting, I guess. That's the one uh, really redeeming thing I've read so far about this device that that seems interesting. I guess if you have some kind of need to charge your laptop from different sides, who knows? Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, other than that, it's a Chromebook. It's gonna have its limits because I mean, if you want to, you know, run software that you have to run on OS 10 or Windows or I don't think this can run a VM or play many games you know well, and could, the price is your a little laptop yeah a little price, weird yeah price is 9.99 on this thing for the base model and like 12.99 for the right. LS which I think LS stands for ludicrous speed or something like that. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> a thin, it's a thin client. It's people who are engrossed in the Google the Google world. It should be five hundred dollars at most. 
at I, most. That's yeah. the that's the price for I think most Chromebooks is you know five hundred dollars or less. But this Samsungs, one, or, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. But I mean, you can actually do a lot more on Chromebooks than than I think people realize yeah. you can, but not a thousand dollars worth. Don't don't get me wrong. I have a friend of mine who has a Chromebook and she uses it uses it all the time. Really? And likes it. Yeah, that's her only computer. She's got her uh, iPhone and she's got a Chromebook. So it's got touch. Yeah, it does have touch. So. I don't know if hers has touch, but she the, uses the, the hell of The Chromebook it. Pixel does have touch. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's your 999. Kind of makes sense. No. I, still I, not I, getting I, there. I still don't, I still don't agree. You can, no. buy, you can buy like a $400 Dell Inspiron that has touch. Yeah, but it's Dell. I mean, the Dell XPS 13 is amazing, and it, it's, it, it comes with a touch screen. This is true. Or it can come with a touch screen. Well, yeah, yeah, it's an yeah. option. Or why not just get, a, why not get an Android tablet, right? Yeah. Why would you? Or any tablet, really. Yeah, I mean, any tablet. Well, I don't, I don't know. I just. I got to say, I don't it looks the, good. It I, looks great. The design yeah. on it, awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the hinge. I think oh, it's very man. boxy looking. It's 3.3 pounds, and it's also a 3-2 aspect ratio, I think. Which is three pounds? It's three point three pounds. Yeah. Oh my word! Yeah. What for? That's so heavy. It 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 is. I actually agree with Will. I know Will's kind of being sarcastic over there, but it <laughs> is. Why? I'm not, I'm not sarcastic. Just saying, the new Apple MacBook is two pounds. Right, probably. and it's a real computer. So it, it is mostly. <laughs> oh, I'm just messing with you. Oh, I'm just my with you. goodness. Really. <laughs> and so now there's a Google store where you can go and buy this. Yeah, and there's like a Google store for all their cool Googly devices, mm-hmm. their phones, the Nexus Player, uh, Nest, since Google owns Nest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watches, smartwatches, Google Android Wear smartwatches. Very good. All, all, all the all the Android Wear smartwatches? Uh, or a lot of them? I don't know if all of them are in oh, there, okay. but I mean, they do have a section dedicated to smartwatches. Oh, cool. So Great. Google Plex. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, Very cool. Tablets and also the Chromebook Pixel. Yeah. I like Google. I do. They come up with some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Not super excited about the the stuff that was that they announced today, but yeah. They're trying. Well, what can you say? We we give it's them a, a it's a Chromebook. An A for effort. Well, I can I can see maybe the third iteration of this being really cool. If, if it was five hundred dollars. Well, well, yeah. If the price yeah. continues to decrease and they you know they firm up the design a little bit. Yep. Could be really great. Um, well, something else happened this week, and I just can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Oh, man. It'll be so easy to put your finger on it because you can now double tap. You can force tap. What are, we, talk- what are we talking about? Can't imagine. <laughs> All I know Not is. That new pebble, is it? <laughs> we had a lunch and learn yesterday, and a. Uh, like all our lunch and learns, we give away something at the end. Sometimes it's an iPad. Sometimes it's money via an Amazon gift card. And I said, y'all, come to our next event because we're going to be giving one of these away. An Apple iWatch. Or Apple iWatch. Duh. Wow. An Apple Watch. Ugh. And, I mean, the people just kind of went buck wild crazy. All right? So the Apple iWatch. Damn it. I said it again. <laughs> it's just the Apple Watch. And I said, damn it. Matt. It's just Sorry, Can we beat you? I'm pretty sure we've curved no, that's, here. That's words. staying on the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. That is definitely it, staying. It's worth it. It shows how much passion I had about my frustration mm-hmm. saying iWatches then. I agree. But it Watch. It should have been called the iWatch is what you're saying. Eh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they dropped the eye. Yeah. And yeah. It's cool for I, a I got to say, but... their little logo for it is pretty slick. It looks like Swatch. You know, the watch is a different typeface, if you've noticed. It's different and it looks good. Yeah. Look at Will. Will, oh talk to us about the watch. I haven't touched the, the Apple Watch in my hand yet. I haven't actually felt it and looked at it. And I probably will actually go to the store April 10th and actually look at them. 
because um, I don't know if I want to buy the sport watch or just the regular watch. I'm not going for the gold because, well, you know, it's just not my thing. Gold doesn't look good on me. I so you build a house. And I'm building a house. So Who doesn't want to take out a second mortgage I actually for a watch, won't. I so. actually won't be buying the watch until after uh, I move. Unless one of my family members wants to be just really nice to me, but you have a birthday or something, I'm sure. Father's I do, Day, I do, I do. Coming but up, I'm right? focusing on the house. I've got an expensive look at lawnmowers to buy the, <laughs> the that have smart lawnmowers. You can't touch those on your wrist, and it's useless. What the lawnmower? lawnmower. I can control so, the lawnmower from my mobile device. So now we're gonna sit here and like pump him up so anyway, he gets one. So, <laughs> yeah, so okay, so All right. I, I got it. I will say when, so I knew that the, the gold watch was gonna be expensive, but. This expensive. I really did not consider it would be ten thousand dollars base. Base that starts at this will get you into the and then and then when you buy now I don't like the rose gold colored band. I think it looks a little bit kind of weird looking. Mm -hmm. But if you get that band, the total price goes up to seventeen thousand dollars, which means you have a band that's worth how much they're charging for seven thousand seven thousand dollars for a band now. It has gold on it. Don't get me wrong. It does I am have not, gold on it. Don't get me wrong. I am I'm okay with them selling this because right. there are other watches in the world that are much more expensive than seventeen thousand dollars. Orders of magnitude more expensive. I'm just and I don't I don't have any animosity against those people who buy expensive watches because I like watches. But but for a smart watch, yeah, um, that's the that's, caveat. That's the thing that worries me is what happens when in a year the next watch comes out. Mm-hmm. How do they handle that? Hours. That's my biggest hang-up on this thing. 18 well, hours of battery life. But That's actually not too bad. I, I, I agree. I, I'd want to see like real-life usage of this thing because if you looked at what they said they considered like normal use, it was like 90 checks of the time and 45 minutes of app Oops. use. And I mean, I don't, I don't honestly know those numbers for my watch. I mean, I might be getting 18 hours according to, according to what Apple is measuring by. I feel like we're just stepping back in time. Back in the day, you'd wind your watch at, in the <laughs> yeah, morning, but you know? this is the thing. Ring, this is the ring, thing. Ring, ring, ring. My, my pebble gets about five days of, of use. Yeah. But this is the thing. When I get home in the evening, when I, when I, when I come home, I take my pebble, I turn it off because I don't wear a watch when I'm in the house. Hmm. Okay? So when I get home- I do I, the same I, thing, When I actually. get home, I take, my, I take my jewelry or whatever it is off. So I like come here and I go settings and I shut down the watch and I put the watch in my little dish, <laughs> and that's what I do. And I've gotten you know a good time with this. I think the Apple Watch would be the same thing. You'll take it off. You'll pop it on your charger. You know you're gonna wear it while you, you pop sleep, it in your maybe. safe is what you'll yeah. be doing. Honestly, well, I think battery this battery life thing is just so like overblown because the only time it ever really matters to me is when I'm traveling. It's an extra charger yeah. to take with you. Other than that. You go to sleep, you take off your watch, and instead of putting it next to your bed, you put it in the charger next to your bed. That's yeah, it. It's yeah. not that big a deal. Okay. It's really not. Um, I think the prices were kind of what I was expecting. Uh, $349 for the entry model at 38 millimeters. Um, 399 for the 42 millimeter, which I think that's, you know, for Apple, it's Apple will always have that premium price. I don't think it's... Like oh my god, it's you know I can get an Android Wear for two nine nine and this thing's three nine nine. Oh my god, the cats are falling out of the sky. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's a little bit more expensive. Um, but we're going to see what happens. We're going to see how this adopts. I mean, if Apple does anything, I think they've proven that they can get technology out to the entire mass market. You know, where people yeah. weren't wearing smartwatches before. And to be honest with you, 
most people who have a Android watch, which I love Android, that watch you have is beautiful. I think most of the people that actually wear those devices are tech guys right. and, and yeah. girls. We are. Um, I think you're gonna when the Apple Watch comes out, it's gonna be like okay, now it's mass marketed, and there's a whole bunch of people now that maybe didn't have it before. Okay, but would you agree that this is even the, the no, sports one and and the stainless steel one are way too expensive? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So so I, look the, the I think they're all expensive. The Apple the the watch that is comparable to the one that I'm wearing that was $200 on sale plus $30 for the band, the comparable watch to that is a stainless steel watch with a brown leather band, mm-hmm. which is $749 or eight or $799 for the 42-millimeter yeah. one. But you wouldn't want Which is the- absurd. That's more than it cost me to switch to Android. It's $70 more. My Moto X and my watch were less <clears> than the <throat> price of just the watch. The Apple Watch. Wow, that's, that's a good point. That is a yeah. very compelling argument. I mean, you you could <laughs> no, switch to Android and come out better. I mean, you'd that, have that's, a that's crappy expensive. Eye. You'd have an Android. Okay, but brick. So remember before when we talked about wearables, I told you how impressed I was with the the material choices that they made for my watch. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's there's no case that Apple can make for charging two hundred and forty nine dollars for that leather band. My leather band was thirty dollars. I mean, there's no. I mean, they're they're just taking it. I mean, because it, it's for the Apple it's because, Watch. Yeah, you can slide it in and out real it's easy. Eight hundred. <laughs> it's an eight hundred percent price markup, basically. I think everyone is just you know. Look, if you don't want it, don't don't buy it. Well, I, I really the thing that agreed. throws me the thing that really throws me about the iWatch. Uh, oh, see what hey. I did there? The I want. <laughs> I've heard about that. You know, I, it's, uh, like, it's, it's like saying, "Oh, well, I can get it on a Honda Accord cheaper than I can a BMW 3 Series." Well, well, I think no, it's hey. not. But the functionality in those two cars might be different. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at the same, basically the same functionality on the watches. Exactly, and and I thought I I thought for sure when they were going to initially release and announce this stuff that it was going to be one SKU. There's going to be one item, one watch, just like they did with the phone. Like, this is the watch yeah, that you need yeah, to get. Right? Yeah. I'm just surprised that they, they've gone from $349 for this watch to $10,000 for another <laughs> watch. Yeah, that's tons of options yeah, in between. Tons right. of I think yeah. that's just crazy. The 42-millimeter yeah. stainless steel one is $10.99. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. So, so yeah. what you would do – I still have to – I still don't understand those prices because for me to buy – I can buy a – um, not all of them are that expensive, so I can buy for five ninety nine. I can get the stainless steel Apple Watch with a sports band. I meant the stainless steel one with the stainless steel band. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Then I can go get the Melanese band, mm-hmm. which I think is much more pretty than. Um, Take this for example. Yeah, there you go. I can <laughs> go get the Melanese band watch. for one forty nine. Okay, I can deal with that. Yeah. So the ten ninety nine, you know, saying oh, this, you know, sky's falling because it's this. Well, I don't know why that particular band is so expensive, okay? But the thing is, it's a band. They will probably have third party people building. This is true. Hey, was... here's your band for nine ninety nine, and make a whole everyone happy. Amazon.com. We're counting on you. Yeah, I think yeah. it's coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like you know. I mean, is there any way that Apple could possibly lock out people from making a band? It's just a band that slides into. I don't think they could. Yeah, Yeah, I don't don't think so. I mean, there's not like chip in there. That would be ridiculous. No. Yeah. So, so you know. So what was this about HBO Now? I did see a little headline about that. I didn't read the article. What happened? They're showing it on your watch, on your Apple Watch. (laughs) You can can watch Game of Thrones. Can't do that on an Android. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But they have some kind of exclusive. Yeah, 
Um, HBO Now is coming to Apple TV exclusively. I think it's for uh, three months, the first three months. Okay. It's going like to be fourteen ninety nine a month, which is mm, kind of expensive. But, it, it, I mean, it's HBO free of your cable provider. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. That's the that's the value. We're going to start seeing more of that. Mark my in, words. It's a step in the right it direction. It is a step in the right direction, yep. like yep. other things. Like Sling and, and all that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Despite the price. And the MacBook, I did see the MagSafe adapter is history now. Which on I'm on the s- MacBook, though. Yeah. It's still there for the MacBook Air and the MacBook Pro. I know. So That's kind of sad. Don't, don't shed too many tears. That was so awesome, though. Sure, right. First time I experienced it. Click. Yeah. So cool. But the new MacBook, talk about that. Will, what is up with the gold MacBook? What is? <sighs> I mean, did Apple jump the shark? Is it gold? Did they? Did they really? Did they jump the shark with this? No, it's just they're trying to be. Look, uh, just if you, yeah, <laughs> wants to bitch about something, huh? No, um, I would say, I would say, um, I would not personally buy a gold laptop. You sure you could? There are match people the gold who chain there, there are people who would probably <laughs> shut up. There are people who would probably <laughs> want a gold laptop. I'm not that person. Now, I agree. I've also heard when this when the, you know there were some people that. Uh, when this laptop first came out, they were like, "Oh, this sucks! This is so." It's not a MacBook Air, and they were comparing it to Pros. It's not a MacBook Air. It's not a MacBook Pro. It is a MacBook. It replaces the old plastic MacBook yeah, that, yeah. that they've had before mm-hmm. in the past. So, now I, I I really don't even know how much it costs. So if you know, yeah, it's twelve ninety nine for the the base model and fifteen ninety nine for the okay. next one. So yeah. I will say that's Reasonable. probably that's probably. So hang on though, I think that's probably more expensive than. So the old MacBook started at nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. They were kind of in the same price point as the iBooks, the old iBooks. So that's where the MacBook Air falls. I now, really right? would have nine ninety nine. Isn't that the, the uh, entry? I think know, it is. I don't know. Mine was mine when I bought mine. Mine was well, close to two thousand dollars. The eleven inch one is probably like eight. Maybe the eleven inch, but even the eleven inch, I think, has a better processor than the MacBook. I gotta say, this yeah. thing is fine. The space gray looks awesome. The space gray oh, does it, yeah. look awesome. So, so I think this is Apple's. They said, okay, let's release the new form factor. Mm-hmm. Let's release new technology. So mm-hmm. this is a new – they have a smaller logic board. They have the new trackpad, and the whole damn thing is loaded down with batteries. So I think <laughs> that's new technology that will eventually work its way into the MacBook Air, the MacBook Pro, and throughout the rest of their line. I think this was their first, hey, let's see how this works. Right. You know, let's yeah. see how this new design works. And if it takes off, guess what? The rest of the Mac Procs will be like, like mm-hmm. that. And I actually I think the design – I do. <laughs> I think the design. I know we all have the our ports. opinions. I think it's the ports are like a, a point of. Worry. You know, I don't know about the ports. One port. So basically, the MacBook has one port. It's got a USB C port and a headphone jack. That's does it, it have a headphone it jack? It does have a headphone. Okay, jack. boy, it's so, got a dinky processor, y'all. Cool. Yeah, the processor is not that. One point three. That's a little weird. With so, boost up to three. Yeah. So, but I I don't know how. You know, but again, it's uh, this is the other thing. Yeah. It's fanless. No fan. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. It's using new battery technology. It's using a micro logic board. You've got the new um, trackpad. It's a touch-sensitive trackpad where you can actually force touch, force tap the trackpad. Yeah, yeah that's So cool. it's new technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, would it have been more appealing and more people understand it better if it was nine starting at nine 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 and going up to twelve nine nine? Probably. But if you compare. The old plastic MacBook with this, this is a superior oh, product. So. Absolutely. Well, look at the twelve ninety nine for this versus the pol- the Pixel, Chromebook Pixel we just yeah. looked at. Oh my gosh, I this would, thing's blowing it away. I would absolutely buy the MacBook over the Chromebook yeah. Pixel. Yeah, it's a nice. I think it's a cool laptop. for most people, this would actually be a really good only computer. Mm-hmm. But I, agree. I think for for some of us like to do a little bit more, it wouldn't be. 
But, you know, I mean, if you need, like, to do, you know, like, video editing or something like that, obviously you're not going to be doing yeah. it on this because it's a core M. But, uh, I mean, the, the, one, the one port thing throws me off. I think they, they probably should have found a way to include the little adapter, like, maybe into the power. Yeah. Into the power brick. Instead of charging eighty dollars for the little yeah. adapter that they have right now, so what does the adapter do? Because I really I have not had it's a just it's basically stuff. it's just USB C into three different ports. Uh, one is HDMI, one is another USB C port, and one is a USB three port. So mm-hmm. you can still charge it, and you can do video, and then you can have a USB port. But yeah. again, it's eighty dollars, and that's that's like a that's like a punch in the gut. I mean, it if you is. just spent fifteen ninety nine on a computer with one yeah, board. Yeah, you know, but then again, but then again, mm-hmm. the times that you're not, um, you know, using it as a desktop replacement or using it to sit and work and have charging and your USB devices connected, I like having one. One port kind of is kind of cool. Hey, one place to plug things in. I can, yeah. you know, it's versatile. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't have one, so I don't know. I don't have real world experience with it, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with. Let's see how this works. I mean, that's the same thing with. You know, we, Apple was the first one to cut floppy disks and optical mm-hmm. disks yeah. from computers, and people thought the sky was going to fall then. Yeah. And guess what? Well, we didn't need optical disks anymore, and everything is going to the web. When I first saw, and if you remember, when you were in our, we were in our office talking about this, and there was rumors about this MacBook, I was like, oh, that, Apple would never do that. They've got to have a port for power, and it's got to be like this. Well, I'm, I'm kind of maybe backpedaling a little bit. Maybe this so, will work. I don't know. I kind of backpedal a little bit, too, because when it came out on Monday... I mean, my first reaction was, "What? This is this is dumb. I don't want this." And the next day, you know, I was like, "You know what? I would not want this for my only computer, but just as a computer to, to take around and may, maybe use at work or whatever. It would not be that bad." And uh, so, I think the best description I've heard of this was on Twit. They said, "This is the iPad of notebooks." Yes, I have to agree with that. I agree that with is that. A I agree with perfect that. Perfect description yeah. of this laptop. Yep. It's very, very nice. Check it out. This is also going to be the – this has to be their proving ground for what they're about to roll out maybe next year with the Pros and the so new Airs. didn't the original MacBook Air have one USB port? I think mm, it did. I want to say it did, And yeah. then in future revisions, it was like one USB port, 80 gigabyte hard drive, mm-hmm. and it was like $16.99 or $17.99 or something. And then right. future revisions, the price came down, they added a USB port. And they gave it way more space. So yeah. I think this is something to definitely look look to the future for. At yeah, least if you don't is. like it right now. I mean, if you look at the the, the internal schemat, the internal photos of the laptop, crazy, it's right? It's so yeah. small. It's mm-hmm. all batteries. I mean, you have the keyboard that's in a great. I like the keyboard. Oh yeah, that is beautiful. You know, I am. Like you know, I <laughs> it. Uh, I think the keyboard's going to be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be more fun to type on. I don't think they're the first ones to come out with that type of almost like a clicklet keyboard. Mm-hmm. But I think. Um, it's worth it for the lap, the, the 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 keyboard. I think the um, the internal the internals look awesome. And the new means. touchpad. I've heard yeah, that that is touchpad. really interesting to mm-hmm. use. We'll I think Apple needs to send us one so we can play <laughs> with it and talk about it on our podcast. Phil Schiller, please send us a, a MacBook, and we'll talk. <laughs> if you're we'll listening, convert, we'll convert Phil to all Mac and all iOS. Okay, yeah. so so what it would take to get me to buy a Mac as my next computer is for Apple to just acknowledge that some people want touchscreens and to put touchscreen, you know, usability into OS 10 and put it offer a touchscreen on mm-hmm. a Mac, just offer it as an option. That's it. I tell you what, my like, wife I would totally agree with you. Touchscreen, now hang on, so yeah, let's, let's back yeah, up. but you can get gold right now, okay? Oh, man. And, and you just changed my mind. According to this, never mind. According so, to this, <laughs> gold, the ability of gold to efficiently transfer heat and electricity is bettered 
only by copper and silver. Okay? Josh, I'm going to throw so. my Surface Pro in the garbage right now. So you should. It's going in the you garbage. Should. So you're saying you want? I'll take it if you don't. <laughs> you're want saying it. you're saying in a laptop, you would rather have touch screen than a trackpad. No, 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 both. I want both. Yeah, you want both. You want to touch the screen. Yes. And have fingerprints all on your screen. Yeah. That, all right. That is not a big deal. Okay. I've heard, I've heard, no, I'm just trying no, no, to throw no, 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 stuff no. at you, Phil. It's all good. No, that, that is a legitimate <laughs> argument I've heard from people on the internet about why they don't want touchscreens. And the fact is, when the computer's off, you see the touchscreens. When it's on, you, you really don't. I have Sometimes no issue with that. Sometimes I just sit my, my laptop with it turned off and just hit the screen. There are two oh. things <laughs> Will hates the most, and that is fist bumps and fingerprints on the screen. <laughs> so, so can I say that yeah, right. my Surface is about the same size as that yeah. new MacBook yep. and almost the same weight. It's actually it's it's lighter and thinner if you don't have the keyboard on mm-hmm. it, but with the keyboard it's a little bit thicker and a tiny bit heavier. And I mean it has a two three ports, right? Yep. And you're getting I've it. Done. Can you actually use that laptop on your lap? Nope. That's the only thing. Okay, here we go. <laughs> hey, Break that, us apart, Matt. Time out. This is a good podcast. Come on. Time out. Time out. Um, guys, I got to share this with you and our listeners. Um, speaking of Macs, and like I've said before, we are a Mac family. We've been Mac family forever. Um, we've got a couple of iMacs in the house, one for the kids. My wife's got one in her office. Um, this is kind of a warning to our listeners and you as well. Never before, ever before in my 20 years of Macs have I had a virus or a malware issue or adware or anything on my Mac until this week. So apparently, well, I think some of you have seen this, you Mac users, Mac Keeper will pop up every now and then, like you're on speedtest.net, and there's like a little after ad that's Mac Keeper. They're paying for this placement. Um, It's this little robot dude. If you click that, beware, because it's coming after you. It is, it, it, it's adware, straight up, and it actually spawns other adware, okay? And it will just completely take over all of your browsers, not just one, <laughs> all of them, okay? So on the kids' iMac, as innocent as they are, you know, these little banners will pop up, and I'm sure they're scrolling and whatever, and they click, and boom, there it goes. It's installed. And uh, these ads, what they do is on your in your browser, they actually highlight text in the the content and turn it into links. Oh, so as it, this is crazy. So as I'm researching virus removal tools, okay, on the infected computer, it highlights virus removal or uh, Kaspersky or whatever mm-hmm. on the page I'm actually looking at. And so I'm like, oh yeah, specs. Here we go. So I click the specs link, and out pops another window that's more ads. Okay, and so it's this. Never-ending cycle of ads and crap. Um, now they contend that they're legit and that, that this is okay, doesn't it? Though, the yeah, is super legit. Well, it's it's terrible. I'm telling you, it takes over. You've got banners popping up all over your browser maybe, window. Um, maybe you've got to pay for it. I don't know. Well, it's it it just installs itself, okay? And it's set up to where it's very tricky. When the little ads pop up, it looks like it's going to do something for you, like you need an okay to go to the next page or whatever. One of those type tricky little ads. And so, again, the innocents in my house that just don't know how to discern against these things totally accidentally fell for it, okay? So what I want to tell everybody is it's a big pain in the butt, bootay to remove. Um, you know, Macs don't get this kind of stuff. And so, you know, whereas a P3 
PC. You can just download something from Kaspersky, Norton, whatever, theoretically, and it'll go in quarantine, whatever, right? Here, I had to go deep. Go delete files, go in mm. the registry. Well, they don't call it registry, right? The system um, folder. Library, system yeah. folder, and all this, and delete all these little dinky little files. I mean, probably a good 50 files manually going in. I'm having to like type in code line stuff to remove this mm-hmm. on both machines. And the weird thing was is that it hit both machines around the same time too. Um, we shortly thereafter, and here's where the rubber meets the road for me, uh, shortly after my wife having some problems, she places an order on Etsy, which is pretty innocent enough. And the next day, my card, my credit card's hijacked. And mm. so I'm thinking because it's watching the browser that it's actually key logging as well. So we were able to, obviously the credit card company was great about it and they were able to cancel the card and all that good stuff. But point is this thing takes over and it is no good. It is bad, 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 bad. Um, yeah. I highly so, recommend you watching out for this kind of thing and put an ad blocker on. Yeah. So if you look at like, uh, you know, how the, it, like, and, and like Phil said, it looks like it's a pretty legitimate site. When you go to Mac, MacKeeper.com, um, there's plans, plans and pricing. It's endorsed by, uh, read about us on Forbes, Mac World, Newswatch. It all looks pretty good. And I have seen this pop up. And you're right. Um, it does have a lot of components to the one application. Uh, login items. It looks at what you're logging, you know, as you're logging in. It looks at disk usage. It's looking at a lot of stuff. Um so yeah, so I don't know. I've I've been hit with this before, and luckily I haven't clicked install. I've always you know, closed the browser down. But like you say, to the innocent who doesn't know, my mom who would be like, "Oh, this is something I need." Click. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, is it is it malware? It's it's like adware. Trojan is adware. it adware? I don't yeah. think it's malware. No. But no. I think it's something you don't. Well, it's not desirable to it, have. It's malware, but it's not a virus. Right. right? It's, but I, but there's things in it. I'm telling you that like spawned off mm-hmm. other. Other aspects yeah. that aren't native to MacKeeper. Yeah. This is yeah. crazy because this website looks very, very legitimate. So, and I just found an Apple support community topic that says don't install MacKeeper, and there's this big list of you know yeah. how to get rid of it and stuff. Yeah, yeah Apple has a very good article on their support mm-hmm. that's from them that they've endorsed. You know that tells you how to remove it and all the subsequent virus wow. type applications that got installed. So that was very helpful. Yeah, if you go to imore.com, they have a uh, a thing of here, here's what why you should not do a Mac Keeper and how to avoid it. And like I said, I don't think it's malware. I don't think it, I don't think the intent was to do bad things, but I sure do think uh, it's something people don't need to be installing. Yeah. So just watch out for that if you're a Mac user. Do not click it because it is no good. It will install itself and you will regret it. Um, but there is a support community out there. And if you ever have problems with it, feel free to you can just contact me on Twitter. I'll show you where to go. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's nice of you. Hey, yeah, you, you rock. You such guys. Such a good guy. Hey, you're, you're we're just, in you're this just, together. You're just, you're just Bondi Blue. Yeah. <laughs> and the iTunes store is down. It's down. It's been down for a <laughs> they while. They got hit with the Mac Keeper. It's very frustrating. <laughs> they've hit, they've, someone installed the Mac Keeper. Somebody from Apple, please contact Matt Wallace down? on Twitter. Because I will yeah. say, this is a little bit of an inconvenience. What's down wrong? Does anyone know? Because this I morning when I was... Um, I was I was right after I woke up. I was like, oh, let me install this app, and it wouldn't install right. I went, oh, yep. something's wrong with my phone. It must mm-hmm. must be my phone. I've got to reboot. Rebooted my phone. Same problem. I was like, huh, that's weird. Then I looked on Twitter and looked at the trending topics and app stores. Same I was like, here. Oh, what yep. happened? Same so no here. one knows what happened. Nope. nope. I'm sure the, we'll find out. It's the problem with only one app store. Well, guys, that about no. <laughs> 
Man, you're Don't hitting Will where it hurts today. Okay, I'm trying to close this out. <laughs> okay, we'll close it <laughs> out. Before it gets any more nope. bloody Sorry, in here. <laughs> Guys, that wraps it. We had a lot of news to cover, and we'll have news to cover next week. And also, I think, I think if I can get everything organized right, we're going to have a special guest next week. So stay tuned for that. This is a wrap. Oh, teaser. Obviously. Obviously, check us out on iTunes. Of course, you're probably listening from iTunes. Go ahead and review us. Give us five stars. Give us thumbs up. All that good stuff. Of course, we're on Twitter at Venue. I'll take four stars. I'll take five. I'll take eight stars. Five and a half. And TakeTheNextTurn.com, our blog. Lots of good stuff there. I'm actually going to write a blog about this uh, Mac Keeper thing. So give some people some uh, helpful hints and tips and tricks. Check us out next time. <laughs>